Hey guys, it's episode 69. <laughs> ah, 69. That's like blowjobs. It, it's it's and half, then sitting on faces and it's, possibly it's two blowjobs or two sitting on faces. This is true. This is does true. It, it could count? Be one the other. But it's one. It's, it, the if it's two only sitting on it. faces, does it count as sitting if the other one's on bottom? Well, I think it depends on if we're talking about homo or hetero. Sixty nine. <laughs> Just depends. <laughs> Holden, you're leading this one. Go. go, go oh, I go. am leading this one? Oh, yeah. hi. My name is Holden DePardo, and I'm here with... Chad Michael Lannis. I got so distracted by 69s that I didn't even think about our names. It just wasn't important. But do what is important, I Chad? can podcast and I can 69 at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> what is important right now is what we're starting off with this week in our oh, cold shit. open. Wait, did you say the name of the podcast? No, I didn't. This is <laughs> We're just all over the place at the beginning of this one. Chad, 69s are just too enticing, and they're just, you know, they're just, it's distracting. Do you know what year we went to the moon? Uh, was it 69? 1969. That's not why it's distracting, by the way. Like no other reason. After. It's distracting because I just think, oh, my God, we went to the moon that year. 69, what an amazing year. That's what I was thinking you, of this whole time. I was I was really hoping, and then I realized after I asked it that you wouldn't you wouldn't get it. I was really hoping you'd pick up on the Even Siemens musical episode reference there. I actually do know that reference. You do? I okay, do know that good. reference. Good. It's the only that's, Disney show I wanted to watch. That's the only reason why I know the year we went to the moon. <laughs> that's the only reason you know? <laughs> yes, Someone paid attention in Ren told me we went to the moon <laughs> in 1969, not 1970, that... but the year sooner. Well, she's, here's what bothered me about that. She's supposed to be really smart, right? And that's one of her projects. Yeah, you and can tell project... she's smart because she has braces. That's why I got Invisalign this week. <laughs> <laughs> But her whole project is about how the, we landed on the moon in 1969, and that's it. She's supposed yeah. to be really smart. That's like I looked it up on Wikipedia and read the first sentence, and then I, I ended. I didn't research any further than that. That's what that project no, says No, 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 no. See, that's, that's – I, if I remember correctly, it's been like 15 years since I saw it. But she <laughs> she was completely unprepared for this thing. Oh, so she was bullshitting her way through it. So she's like, uh, we went to the, 19, to the moon in 1969. It wasn't 1968. It was the year after that. And then it also, you know, it wasn't 1970. She was just, like, trying to come up with shit to say because she didn't do any of her work. Ren, she's better than that. I know, right? That was a good show when I was a kid. Chad, are you ready to talk about video games, Let's though? Let's talk the fuck about video games on episode so, 69. So Major Nelson, who does the uh, blog for Microsoft's Xbox division... Basically said that they're going to have lots of new uh, stuff at GamesCon, including all new Xbox hardware. Oh, he got a he hype said. fest started there. The hype <laughs> fest started, especially after Phil Spencer announced two new Xbox consoles, which we'll return to later on in the episode. Uh, people got really excited about it. There was uh, an update to that where they changed it from all new Xbox hardware to all new Xbox One bundles, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah, they very quickly realized, oh, shit, this is getting out of hand. People are thinking we're going to announce the next Xbox here. That was a really poor way. Like, I wondered how that slipped through. Because if I saw – if it did read all new Xbox hardware and accessories, so I'm thinking, oh, well, a controller is an accessory. A hardware is the new console. How did they? How did that slip by? A bundle is not new hardware. It's not. You know what I'm thinking it is? I bet it's a white Xbox One X. Oh. I bet that's what it really is, and it's like some not. I guess not a You're Destiny. So model, but smart. That's I no. Know. That's a really good call. I bet 
that's what it is. Yep. And they're going to bundle it with one of the games, maybe Red Dead or something like that. Or maybe it's a red Xbox One Ed. Or maybe it's one that just comes with a dead cowboy on it. <laughs> Literally a dead body of a cowboy just laying on top of your console. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I'm sure that's not what it is. But I think you are right that it's a white Xbox One X. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be. And then they're like, oh, yeah, that counts as new hardware. That's a great way to get people excited. And then they realize, <laughs> oh, fuck, what have we done? It's a bundle. It's a bundle. Put the fire out. There's some yeah. other things they're going to have there as well. They're also going to have uh, Forza Horizon 4, uh, Obi, and the Will of the Wisps. Or, oh, Ori. Sorry, Ori and the uh, Will of the Wisps. I Obi- wrote this Obi for some the... reason. Yeah, you don't. And bitch. playable demos of State of Decay 2's Daybreak pack and a new PUBG mode. Playable so they have other demo. things there, oh, too. okay. Gotcha. So that's going to be part of the presence at Gamescom. They're going to reveal the hardware and accessories on their Xbox Insider show. Yeah. On August 11th, which is... I guess at the same time as Gamescom, but mm-hmm. not necessarily at Gamescom. In the same time frame, it's kind of part of the Gamescom plan. Yeah, though. like yeah. a Nintendo Direct, but, but sex. I just love people freaked out. <laughs> Shut up, Chad. I love how people freaked out about it, there being new hardware. Can you imagine if they announced, like, did, they didn't announce new hardware E3, they waited until Gamescom? That'd be dumb. I mean, technically, really dumb. Gamescom gets a shit ton more attendance than E3 does. But, is it really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard... Attendance a... as well as online attendance or just in person? Oh, online presence, I'm sure, nowhere near. But, like, okay. physical attendance, apparently it's miserable and smelly and everyone's shoulder to shoulder. And it's, like, a zillion times the number of people that are at Gamescom Ooh. than E3. Do I go to Gamescom 2 next year? Dude, yeah. I fucking love Germany. It's in Cologne, Germany, right? That's where this is? Is it? I think I have to get is. a passport and learn German. No, dude, thanks. you don't have to learn German. I got you. You got? Do you know German? Yeah, I know German. Do you really? Yeah, I'm one one credit hour away from a minor in German in college, but then I just got lazy. Oh, interesting. But you're not fluent, then. I took a trip to German in Austria, and I could speak completely fine. And in fact, one night, the side story: one night we got trashed at a bar in austria chad and the whole way home there was a guy a guy from austria who obviously only spoke german who was like helping us get home because we were all Mm -hmm. so wasted and the whole time i was only speaking german and people were asking me questions in english and i was just like speaking in german the entire like stop speaking german i can't understand what you're saying (laughs) but if you ask me a question like you took german that's amazing i'm conversationally fluent in german but if you ask me, like, specific – like, if you ask me, like, we went to a lot of churches and, like, yeah. what is the name of the pulpit in German? How do you say – I was like, I don't fucking know pulpit in German. I don't even know what that means in English. Probably made <laughs> out of wood. I don't know. Orange juice? Pulp? Man, I yeah, just That's farted. definitely what it is, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Long story short, Gamescom coming up. Microsoft not unveiling the next generation of consoles. Oh, I had hope. <sighs> you know there's a Shed- new hope. Star Wars New Hope? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Chad, you played a lot of games this week. I did. I played a lot of games this week. I played one game. This was... this. I tell you what, you tell me about your one game, because I have a feeling this is going to be really short, because we already yeah. know a lot about it. And then I'll tell you about all the goddamn games I played. Uh, I've been playing Hollow Knight. I beat a boss I couldn't beat, and now I'm progressing again. Why your does turn, it sound Chad. like an AA meeting? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my name is Holden. I played Hollow Knight. 
because there's nothing to say. Like I, I've been playing Hollow Knight. It's an amazing game, but I've said it so many times. So you go now. You tell Playtime us about with all Chad. your games. That's all what I played. What should I Hollow start Knight. with? What should I start with? Um, I wonder what the Moose Man is. Tell me about the Moose Man. The Moose Man. Okay. So the Moose <laughs> what Man. What the hell is the Moose Man? It is a game. I was on the PlayStation Store, and I was looking at like the weekly deals and shit like that. And I just took a gander at the recommended for you section. And I was going through and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good choice. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice, PlayStation. Uh, I might already own it. Or uh, I've, I've looked into it. And then I saw this one called The Moose Man. I was like, what the fuck is The Moose Man? Why are you recommending this for me? And I look at it and I look at the art style. I was like, oh, shit. Because her name is Cow Tipper. Like, he likes animals. So we'll give him animal games. That's it. That's exactly that's right. That's what it was. If you look, go ahead and Google images of it right now. The art style for Moose Man is cool as shit. It's all hand-drawn, like, chalk drawings that are meant to kind of resemble cave paintings because the whole thing is based on this mythology of this weird-ass culture that I've never heard of before, but apparently all of the stuff comes from, like, artifacts in this museum. So it's all based on, like, real mythology from not your typical Roman or Greek mythology, but other shit. It's a very cool art style. It is. It is so cool. And then if you see it in action, like the I'm frame... watching a little gif right now, and it does yeah. looks very cool. The frame rate of it of the characters is like, and all the things moving is kind of almost like stop motion animation. Mm-hmm. Your character's still fluidly moving across the screen, so it's not like stuttering, but it's kind of it's really. No, cool. I, I, I can see what you mean though. It looks more like a hand drawn animation. Yeah, and aesthetically, it looks also like. Similar to Limbo and uh, Inside, where it's a lot of silhouettes. Uh, and I was like, you know what? This is a pretty cool concept. And it was $7. And I was like, well, fuck yeah. I'll buy this for $7 and play it. Turns out it's an hour and a half. Easy platinum trophy. So I added another platinum trophy to my collection. I am now 2% away from being level 21. You're welcome. Oh my gosh, hold on. No, I lied. That's not me. I'm twenty. I'm like twenty-two platinum. I don't know. I have a number of platinum trophies because I'm a big deal. It's sad. Either way, it's sad. Anyway, uh, this I'm game, as far as the gameplay goes, it's super simple gameplay. You literally it are walking looks like back a and forth. Two D journey is what it looks like. It's not at all. Okay. You're literally walking left or right, and in fact, you can double tap the walk button to let it walk for you. Oh, how much fun. And there's no jumping or anything. For you. <laughs> I know. There's no running or jumping. It's just switching between like the spirit dimension. You're like a shaman. Switching okay. between the spirit dimension and the real world. And in the spirit dimension, there might be a log covering a, a pit. So you get to walk a lo- across the log. But in the regular world, it might not. And in the regular world, you might see this rock in their way. But in the spirit world, it might actually be like this weird bone skeleton snake that will move out of the way for you. So like you're just switching back and forth between the two. And there's puzzles based around that mechanic. Ten minutes I'm not gonna into this lie, thing? Doesn't, doesn't sound that appealing to me, honestly. Yeah, ten minutes into this thing, realize it's not a good game. Okay, yeah, I was about to say, like, I thought you were going to say it is an amazing experience. No, no, no. I was, okay, I was drawn in by the art style and the idea of the mythology behind it. And then you realize it sucks. I realized, man, this game is not very good. And the lore... I didn't understand a fucking thing that was going on. Here's why. Because it's so buggy that 10 minutes into the game, the standard language switched to Russian for some reason. <laughs> and I don't speak Russian, and all the text is suddenly in Russian. And then I go to change the language of the game, and I get to the language screen, and there's like this weird tiny arrow in the top left corner. Like, it looked like a mistake that it was there. And then I go down, and I click English, but I couldn't save my choices English. I could just, like, exit out of that menu. 
And then I realized... That's a really obnoxious bug. I know. And then I realized if I moved my finger on the touchpad, it would move that arrow like it was a cursor. But if that arrow touched any of the languages, it would glitch out and then suddenly all the languages would be selected. So this game... Whoa. Is, I know. So, I mean, eventually I just like restarted my PS4 and restarted the game and it was it worked itself back to English. But I but kept it just playing. Wasn't worth it. I kept playing. You kept because playing I found after that? out. I kept playing for the hour and a half platinum trophy. So you did beat it. I did beat it. Yes, that is unfortunate. Nope, uh, it was worth it. Some cool art, and uh, worth it for platinum. I, Should I buy the, this? Game? I'm the guy who played My Name Is Mayo twice. Once on PlayStation Four, once on the PlayStation Vita, and literally just tapped a button ten thousand times to get a platinum trophy on each. Chad, I love you, but sometimes I'm worried about you. It was worth it, though. Platinum, yo. Platinum, I, baby. I don't see it, but Should okay. you get it? If you want a platinum trophy, get it on it's PS4. Easy platinum trophy? Seven bucks. It is available on a bunch of systems, but you only get platinum trophies on PS4, so your mom. Well, I do not want to get a platinum trophy from that game, so I will pass. Moose Man, check. Chad, next, what games you got? Next, uh, Jesse and I games. beat Detroit. Detroit, beat Detroit Become Human. We beat it. And I highly recommend that game. It's not like freaking crazy best game of all time, God of War. But Detroit Become Human is definitely Quantic Dream's best game. I had a hell of a time with that that narrative, following all of these people. I did have one major character die pretty close to the end, which is like, it was mostly because Jesse had the controller at that point, and it required a lot of button pressing, and she's not really familiar with the PS4 controller, so got shot in the head. But... I was just like, oh, God. You know what, though? We're going to stick with that choice, and we're going to deal with it. And that didn't get wrapped up too tightly. I don't know if they just didn't have time to because we were at the end of the game, but that's my, my big criticism of the narrative is that they didn't wrap up Jesse's mur- choice to murder a person. Anyway, and highly recommend And murdering it. people. Jesse so. fucking loves – if you know anything about my roommate, she's just like me except she has more penises. <laughs> um, and she loves murder. She loves murder. <laughs> she she actually does have a weird accept, obsession with uh, serial killers. Anyway. It is an interesting subject, though, to be fair. Being hey, interested in serial hey, killers, I don't think it's weird. don't humanize her. <laughs> humanize her by enjoying serial killers. Okay, yep. yeah, sure, absolutely. Keep keep going, Chad. So I highly, highly recommend this game. Um, <clears throat> It's a beautiful game, beautiful character animations, except for the guy who plays... In The Incredible Hulk, the guy who plays the general, Liv Tyler's dad, he plays, like, one of your character's partners on the police force, and he has one of the worst-looking, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a wig, because it's a video game, <laughs> but his hair in this game <laughs> is terrible. He's a terrible wig. <laughs> his hair in this game is absolutely <laughs> terrible. It looks like, like a PS3 game hair, but everything else about the game is beautiful. Anyway. Highly recommend it. I love those insults. The it's so last gen. It's so 2012. <laughs> uh, check Detroit Become Human. Then check it. I played the Mario and Rabbids Donkey Kong Country or Donkey Kong Adventure DLC. Played it to completion. Beat it. I would love to know what you thought about this. Do you, you play as Donkey Kong, right? You play it. You have three characters. It's the strategy game. You have three characters. You have Donkey Kong. Yeah. You have Princess Peach Rabbit, and you have Cranky Kong Rabbit, 
are your three characters. Wait, you can only play as those characters? Yes, and here's why I like this. It is a standalone chapter of this thing that you only can play if you've beat the first world. But uh, you cannot take, like, all of the characters you've unlocked and all of your upgrades and shit like that and all your weapons and then take them into this new chapter because otherwise that would break the game and suddenly you're incredibly powerful when you're not necessarily supposed to be. So they give you... They, they Princess Peach leaves her weapon somewhere, which explains why she doesn't have all of this stuff, and then you start fresh with Donkey Kong and Cranky Kong, and I forgot just how freaking great this game is. So much fun. This DLC was the the exact right length, and I didn't feel like it stayed around, stuck around too long. And that was kind of maybe one of the issues I had with the main game, is I felt like it was just a bit too long, it was hard to finish. But I liked it a lot. Their powers are fun, are fun. Uh, Donkey Kong has this new mechanic where he can like swing across huge sections of the map and he can take people with him Uh, so you can like ball up Cranky Kong carry him across the map and then throw him and then Cranky Kong while he's being thrown can like shoot ice down at people I like that a lot that kind of adds a lot to the traversal strategy in that game definitely Uh, so I enjoyed it I had a great time with it if you liked Mario Rabbids I do recommend downloading this DLC as well I think it's like 15 bucks it's good I would totally buy this. I just feel like I should beat the game first. Like, I have more of that game to play before I buy more DLC for it. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that's good because that is a fantastic game, and I want them to make more of those games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, I can, two... I, can I just, just question you something here, Chad? You can, yeah. Uh, you put Pokemon Go here as your next game. Yes. Uh, you play that every week. Why this week? I play week? that every day. I have... I'm going to skip this and come back to it. It's it's more okay. involved. Um, okay. I played Resident Evil HD for about three hours. That's our bar for the month. We're talking about it next week. If you played mm-hmm. it along with us and you have your impressions, email us, tweet us, Instagram us. Call me on my cell phone. We will talk about it next week, though. So don't yes, tell us next week yet. Or if you just have fond memories of you jerking off to zombies as a kid, probably keep that to yourself. Evil is you jerk off to zombies. Keep that's, that to yourself. That's what you do. Keep that to yourself. Uh, and then I also played Octopath Traveler. I've now put in about an hour of that, and I chose um, the Hunter, mostly because she's basically Aloy, and I love Aloy. Hunt. From, uh, that, that's it, Hunt. Yep. Game is fucking beautiful. Great lighting. Yeah, it is. I haven't is. played enough of it at all to even pass any kind of judgment, but so far I'm enjoying it. It's only an hour in, though, so. I, I will let you know, um, Hunt, everything's like that, that Shakespearean oh yeah (laughs) that's just her character i knew that going in if i didn't know that and suddenly everyone's like and now i'm ready to go hunting in and let's hunting and selling the the fucking animals and it's uh, yeah it's stupid and retarded but um yeah (laughs) i'm very excited yeah i wouldn't mind doing a bigger chat about that game once you've beaten it i kind of put it aside this week because i really want to beat hollow knight before i invest more time in octopath traveler yeah because i really want to invest time in octopath traveler just hollow knight was pulling me back into it so i'm going to really delve into um, octopath traveler and I, I wouldn't mind just discussing our thoughts on it after oh, we've kind of got oh, a huge chunk discuss. of it done or beaten it so well if you're looking to wait for me to beat it that might be a while well i have to be yeah. before spider-man okay anyway then my last game of the week Pokemon Go. Now, why did I put this on here? Pokemon. Oh, yeah. Pokemon. I think you put this on here because of Zapdos Day. I wasn't Cause... going to put it on there because of Zapdos Day, but I okay. I did do Zapdos Day. Um, Is it Zapdos or Zapdos? Zapdos. Zapdos. Okay, I don't know, so I'm legitimately asking. 
Zapdos. Zapdos. So yeah, there was a legendary day. You could catch Zapdos for three hours. Every single raid was Zapdos. There was like literally over a thousand people in Millennium Park downtown in Chicago, and it was awesome. Uh, so that was fun. But I put this on here because of something that happened. Uh, I think it was yes, yeah, it was yesterday. I was in my room. I was changing, about to go to CrossFit, and my windows were open. And I took my pants off, and I look outside, and there's, like, a group of people, like, six people, outside my apartment window, just looking down at their phones. It's like, huh, they look like they're playing Pokemon Go. And so I was like, you know what? My apartment is a gym now. So I'm just going to open up the app, see if they're fighting the gym. Oh, it's like, oh there's a raid there going on. I'm going to go ahead and see if I pop Wait, in this raid. how did you get your apartment to be a gym? It just was all of a sudden last week. That's interesting. Okay, cool. Keep yeah. going. Sorry. So I was like, oh, yeah, there is a raid going on here. I'm just going to pop in and see if they need help taking it down. I pop in, and then I hear outside someone goes, hey, Chadwick Rises is in this thing. And then some girl in the group goes, oh, my God, he's the one that keeps taking out my Pokemon from the gym. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, they are playing. And then I go to the window, and I was like, that's me. I'm Chadwick Rises. And I'm like, hi, Chadwick. I'm so-and-so. I was like, hey, how are you? And she's like, great. And there's this total group of strangers like, do you want to take down this raid with us? I was like, sure. And then we beat that, and they're like, do you want to come with us to the lakefront and help us take out this legendary raid over here, too? And I was like, well, fuck yeah, I do. Let me put on some pants. And I met seven really nice, great adult people, and we just had a good time taking down raids together. Because You had to, you had to mention they were adults, just to yes, be safe. <laughs> we are all, I'm, they, in fact, I think were even older than I am. I think they were in their 30s. They're all like seven-year-old kids. And you're just like, yeah, I'll join you to the lake. I just yeah, abducted absolutely. a bunch of kids in a van and we drove into the lake. <laughs> uh, no, that was just like a really cool community moment. I just made like seven acquaintances uh, just by looking out my window and seeing people playing Pokemon Go. And we just had that shared experience. And I thought it was really cool. That is that is very cool. That is basically an advertisement for Pokemon Go. <laughs> yep. And I like, love that like we also had like – just by knowing each other's usernames, you're like, oh, you're that bitch that keeps putting the Blissey in the gym that takes forever to fucking kill. <laughs> and she's like, you're the guy who keeps fighting, but don't worry, we keep on taking it. It was, like, it, it was really cool. Without ever having met each other, we already had some interactions. That was cool. That's that very, very cool. It, that reminds me of when Pokemon Go first came out, because we were in Chicago at the time, and you could just walk down the street, and you could see people looking at their phones in groups, and just look and go, Pokemon Go? And they'll be like, yeah, Pokemon Go. Yep. And we just start talking about it. Or where was it? It was down. Was it down by the zoo? There was that park, the Lincoln Park oh, Zoo. Oh, dude, Lincoln Park Zoo is always fucking packked. There was like what go. four gyms in one area. Yep. And it was I think eleven o'clock at night, and we just went down over there, and there was still people. Like it was, it was like late at night, maybe not eleven o'clock at night, but it was like late at night. And there was when it people first came in out, the area. I went down to the lakefront just to walk and like hatch an egg, catch some shit. And there were police officers gathered around a gym, like on the duty on duty police officers gathered around a gym, <laughs> taking it down. Well, but Lincoln Park though it was like fifty people sitting on the boardwalk, all just sitting and tackling gyms together. Yeah, it was crazy. Very cool stuff. I haven't seen. I haven't played it really since. But there's a uh, a great meme that's like the first month of Pokemon Go being out is the closest we'll ever get to world peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah pretty much i mean you could just talk to strangers and it was yep. and everybody the most was normal like, oh thing my God, ever you're playing too yeah great yeah. that's pretty cool very cool chad very cool yep that's everything i played this week it was a lot of shit i finally i'm working i'm working like a 
grown up hours, eight thirty to five thirty, Monday through Friday. Oh, so you're all for the this next time couple at weeks. night now. So I have, oh, not necessarily night, but weekend. I had two weekend days, completely oh. nothing else to do, and I was like, we're gonna get our fucking game on. <laughs> Chad, do you want to get our quests on? And oh, go some fucking tantalize me with those quests. Holden, Ooh. open up that quest log. See what the internet has provided with us. Start me with some fetch quests. Start off. So uh, last week or a few weeks ago, recently, it was announced that there's going to be more Mario Kart updates. Well, that's right. And we already have our first one. It's the oh. Breath of the Wild update. And Link is... Uh, you can now choose between having Green Tunic Link and having the Champions Tunic and Breath of the Wild Link. There's also the option of having the Master Cycle Zero from the um, Champions Ballad DLC. So you, you hated have, that, didn't you? you? You can use that. What was that? You hated the Master Cycle? Or yeah, it was I didn't dumb? care for it. Just because it's you get it when there's nothing left in the game to do. So it's like, yeah, it's great. I'd love to have this to do things. Yeah. But it would. There were frame rate issues if you drove like it was going too fast for the CPU to keep up or something like that. I don't know. Sounds like it'll be the fastest cycle in the entire Mario Kart game, then. Well, I haven't tried out the Master Cycle Zero, because I don't use any bikes at all in Mario Kart. I use karts specifically, but they updated it, so it's an update. I'm just, I don't know, I was surprised, because it's a really, really minor update. Yeah. I think it's cool, though. And it comes to nowhere. Yeah, it is pretty cool, though. Yeah. Um, On a kind of odd note, Halo Infinite is apparently not coming to Xbox Play Anywhere. Yeah, this was an interesting little discovery there. On Xbox.com, uh, well, first of all, Xbox Play Anywhere is the service that they announced two E3s ago, mm-hmm. where from here going forward, similar to Crossbuy on PS4 and Vita, here going forward, every single Xbox first-party game, you buy it on Xbox, you can play it for free on your PC, or vice versa. If you buy a Microsoft Xbox game, you can play it on both places. On Xbox.com right now, however... That option does not show up under the Halo Infinite page. It does on Gears of War 5, or, sorry, Gears 5, which is the official title. Basically every other first-party title. Yeah. I don't know whether that's because they just don't fucking know yet, or it might be next-gen, who knows. But also, I believe the last PC Halo was actually Halo 2, so it might just be they're sticking with tradition. I don't know. Dude, I thought Halo Five came to PC. I don't know for sure though. I think I think next gen might be a big reason for it. They want you to buy a next gen Xbox, so they're going to keep Halo Infinite as a next gen exclusive. I, I mean, if they announce it already. There's a good chance it could be at launch or very close to launch. That kind of goes against the fact that at E3 they said we want you to be able to play Xbox games anywhere, whether it's on mobile, PC, or on a dedicated console. Who knows? It's the, the it. There are two things that separate. This game from all the other first-party Microsoft games. Play anywhere and being on Xbox One or being on next-gen. Who the fuck knows? So it's the only other, you know, distinguishing factor. We'll find out soon enough, I'm sure. I was wondering if you could explain this next one, Chad. So Niantic has a three-strike policy for Pokemon Go. They're implementing. You play Pokemon Go, obviously. Yeah, I do. Run us through some of these strikes and what happens. So, a very popular thing in Pokemon Go, especially if you're on Android, is what they call spoofing, where you can change... Where you make fun of Pokemon. Right. Yeah, you take Mm -hmm. a a Pokemon and you make a parody of it. (laughs) No. Where you go into your system settings on your device and change your GPS so that it appears that you're somewhere else. 
Oh, so you can get so you those can... location-specific Pokemon? Exactly. So you're like, oh, you can only get Kangaskhan in Australia? Great. I'm in Australia now. Or, man, I really want to go downtown and get this raid, but I don't feel like getting out of bed. Boom, I'm downtown. So there are... Niantic has been kind of like half-assedly doing penalties for that. Like, they can mm-hmm. tell when you're spoofing and when you're not pretty reliably. Most recently, they've put like little slashes on Pokemon that they know were gotten using spoofing. Uh, and they've been doing what the community has been called like soft bans, where if they recognize you've been using a third-party app, here's where it gets a little... Well, I'll explain a little, set, a little bit what that means. But if they recognize you've been using a third-party app, you can only get really crappy Pokemon, and you don't get like special X-Raid passes for Mewtwo and things like that. The issue is, so far with that even, is that not only is it apps that spoof your GPS, but it's also apps that like analyze your Pokemon to let you know which one, like whether the one you have is a good one. They built in a system into the game. It's like, oh, this Pokemon is amazing, or this Pokemon's pretty good, or this mo- Pokemon's crap. But if you want like the specifics, like this is a Pokemon that has the best attack that it could possibly have, you need a third-party app to analyze it. So it's not actually changing the gameplay at all but they've that counts as cheating in their eyes so they're implementing a new more serious take i assume because there's going to be more consequence with it now integrating with pokemon let's go eevee and pikachu Mm -hmm. so strike one set for seven days you'll get a little notification when you load the app saying hey we recognize you've been cheating you have one strike and it says seven days you won't encounter wild pokemon and you won't receive x passes strike two You'll have a 30-day account suspension where you won't be able to access your account for 30 days. And day three, or strike three is a permanent ban. It can be very, in very rare circumstances, it can be overturned. But uh, it sounds like they're getting pretty serious with it. Which, I'm kind of torn. You know, like... I guess, what, is, what does it matter, really? Yeah, I mean, for some... It's not it much interaction with your Pokemon and other people. Yeah, what I appreciate it because sometimes I am in an area where I'm like, oh, man, I need to fight this raid, but there's nobody around, and I'm not quite strong enough myself to take it out. And then suddenly, oh, the lobby's actually full of 15 people who aren't there, but they're spoofing the location. Cool. They helped me take this down. But then there's also the thing that people are upset about where, like, I'm clearly at a gym in the middle of a park, and there's nobody here, and I put my Pokemon in it, and somebody immediately fights it and takes it out. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah I can that kind of sucks. Yeah. But I think it also just the idea, the philosophy of the game is you are going to these places. You are traveling traveling to these places. You're therefore kind of not playing the game. Yeah. So. I don't know. So I'm kind of conflicted about how I feel. But I assume if, if it's going to have more interaction with their legit games, then I mm-hmm. guess they got to crack down on cheating. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so we have two more kind of smaller stories before I get to the bigger stories of the week. Uh, one is that Microsoft is uh, Microsoft Gaming has made ten billion dollars in yearly revenue. Whoa, which is huge. Ten. It's the first time ever. La billion. It's a lot of money, Jed. It's a lot yeah, of that's, money. That's the first time ever, and the first time ever in the history of Microsoft Gaming that they made that much money in yeah, one so year, including three sixty era. And this is revenue. A lot of this is yep. they've kind of uh, said is due to a lot of their new streaming and subscription services. Like Mixer and Game Pass, things like that. Um, what's interesting is that last week, I think it was last week, I was just thinking, you know what? Crackdown 3, when it finally launches in February, it's going to be the end of Microsoft's Dark Ages. Like, this this has been like a really low point the last couple of years for Microsoft. 
And then we come and find out, oh, yeah, by the way, what I consider the Dark Ages turns out to be the most profitable. Uh, well, actually, we don't know if it's profit because it's just strictly revenue. But They've been spending so much money that there might not be that much profit in it. Exactly, yeah. But, again, they're investing in next gen right now. So there's yeah. probably not going to be – this is where you spend a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the next thing – Oh, Holden. Chad, I know you're very excited about this. Just oh, Holden. I've made some poor adult decisions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at uh, Comic-Con, uh, Greg Miller and Insomniac Games and Sony debuted... I'm get some water. You keep going. Yes. Debuted a Spider-Man PlayStation 4 Pro bundle, and it looks sexy as hell. It is this, um, what they call amazing red, glossy red PlayStation 4 with the white Spider-Man logo. And it's just those two things. The controller itself is a red controller. It's got those sexy white joysticks, the white buttons, black touchpad. And it just looks so good. And I'm so fucking pumped for it that, yes, I pre-ordered one. Even though I already own a PlayStation 4 Pro. It comes with the console, a physical copy of the game, voucher for the DLC, all coming the date of the, the game launch, September 7th. And uh, it's coming for three ninety nine, and, and I've got one. one. I got one. It's coming. Why? Why did you get one? The because it just looks cool. so fucking cool, <laughs> and I want it. Something oh, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I guess I've already pre ordered the game digitally as well, and you can't refund. You can't cancel pre orders on PSN. So I'm gonna have you two just... copies of the game. Maybe I'll just give one away on the show. Who knows? Maybe one of you guys will oh, end up having idea. it. Yeah, physical. It's a physical copy as well, so there's right. much more leeway in what you can do. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll. Now I've got an extra PlayStation Four Pro. I'll have in September as well. So I figure out a way to sell that. Maybe if somebody wants it, if you if you want it at a discount, like maybe like two hundred fifty bucks, and you like legit want me to send this to you, DM me on Twitter or Instagram or something like that. I don't, otherwise, I don't know what. I'm, maybe I'll like sell it to a friend or eBay. And what's your Twitter handle? Like otherwise, I'll be like oh at or something back. Innis Chad Mike I N N I S C H A D M I K E. Boom. Uh, well, oh, and our... also, Whoa, they they announced a PlayStation Four Pro bundle, but the same thing also does come in the regular PlayStation Four Slim for two ninety nine. Oh, okay, that's good to know. I didn't know that. Yep. Well, we got our big stories now, Chad. Big boy pants stories. Tell me all about this Metal Gear Solid movie director, his take on Zelda and Metroid. Yeah, so the guy who made Kong Skull, uh, Skull Island, his name is Gross. Jordan. Yeah, I didn't like it. But he got sucked. good reviews. People have enjoyed it. Um, that director, he is making the Metal Gear Solid movie, which apparently he's also good friends with Kojima. So Kojima has is given him the okay. But he yeah. has officially in an interview with IGN given his takes on what a Zelda and a Metroid movie would look like. Starting with Zelda, he says that it's not Lord of the Rings and that Zelda has its own kind of quirky, bizarre nature to it that he would want to keep. He also mentions that Link should stay completely silent, excuse me, completely silent the entire movie and shouldn't talk. And he wants to basically make it as a cross between Ocarina of Time and Link to the Past with some of the stuff you see in the newer games, which is like the like technology, like the Guardians and Breath of the Wild, like you know, they're uh, they're more like a, some sort of advanced tech that isn't some sort of fantasy thing you're used to seeing in, in Hyrule, like um, the spinning gear top thing from Twilight Princess. Yes, very much like that. 
So he wants to kind of keep some of that stuff as well. But I'm glad that he said that he would keep Link quiet. That's like the one thing for me that I would want. I don't want to hear Link talk. Is he going to emote? Is he going to be like, ah? Yeah, that's um, fine. I'm fine with that. Scott! I just don't want to hear him having a conversation and saying things like, excuse me, princess, or whatever the <laughs> fuck he said. I just don't want to hear that. But his Metroid idea sounds even better, I think. Metroid he says it would be a, an isolated movie where Samus is alone for most of it. And she won't have some sort of like uh, character talking to her at all. Like she'll just be kind of talking to herself and navigating through like fighting space pirates and that kind of stuff. I, I could kind of see like a, uh, like almost like an Iron Man type suit assistant. Mm-hmm. Like she's talking back and forth to that. She's like, well, there's a character We've got called space Mav- pirates coming in from all angles. And she's like, Oh my God, shoot their assholes but you could convey that visually using some of the sensors that she had the visor sensors like yeah, thermal I mean, but, that kind I mean, of you, x-ray you need some talking why you can't just have an entirely silent movie it was boring entirely as fuck. silent it's not gonna be silent it's just you gotta give her talking. someone to talk to i mean there are major parts of uh alien and aliens that don't have talking in it and they're very interesting yeah. parts yeah there's also a Very lot of big, talking. But, like, parts is, like, big Game segments Game over, man. <laughs> I would love to see that kind of Metroid movie. I would love to see that. Oh, and they yeah. could be talking in, like, audio logs she finds. Not, like, in a game you pick up like, hope, a little, like, audio logs. But, like, I hope she's not walking around this movie just picking <laughs> up audio logs, but, like, standing still and listening to them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, she like there are, like, recordings that are going on, things like that. You could fill in gaps in a movie that way. I'm not talking about her standing still the entire time <laughs> and listening to an audio log. That would be really funny, though. <laughs> That's a good – like, somebody should do that. Like, not necessarily Metroid, but just, like, a real Like a life, Bioshock movie Like a that video way. version of a video game. And you just, like, walk to a table, pick up a hundred bandages that are for some reason on a table, <laughs> pull out some money from a toilet, and just stand still and listen to someone talk on a tape recording. <laughs> Uh, that's good next chad oh yeah next up and speaking of italy and microsoft speaking uh, of italy uh, it's a it's a brian altano thing that i just for some reason say all the time okay um microsoft is rumored to be developing two next gen consoles now that we've kind of already known codename scarlet one console would be traditional like your box that you would think of now and be super powerful but the second one that's been rumored is a cloud-based console and here's why that's interesting the cloud-based console would definitely stream your games to your device possibly maybe like have a small amount of storage like download one or two for offline play but uh they have a bunch of crazy fancy technology going in the background that they've talked about ways to like reduce latency you could run games locally and through the cloud. Uh, but the content would be they want to have parity on both. So no matter which one, there's no, like, l- underdog. You don't feel like, oh, I got the lesser console. I'm not getting some experiences. But what's really interesting is the price point that the cloud gaming console is rumored to come in at. And people and they're rumored, like, around 100 to 125 bucks. Yeah, that would be huge. And I think it's unbelievably smart of Microsoft. We were talking about what what each company needs to do in the future of 
of next-gen consoles. And with Microsoft, knowing the two-console marketing uh, strategy they had, we were thinking that having a really powerful high-end console that's more expensive and a cheaper console that is not as powerful but kind of has a lower barrier, barrier to entry. Right. This is the easiest way to do that. They can have a 125 console. They get the next Xbox be five $600 and be really fucking powerful for people who want it. But if you just want to play games and they can get the latency down to where it's next to nothing by having that kind of co-processing through the cloud and on unit, that $100, $125 unit could be really killer. Like, and if I a would lot of get... the processing is done externally on the cloud servers, it could be just as beefy as the big one as well. Yeah. On that same note, though, I might get a PlayStation next generation and then still get an Xbox. Exactly. See, that's that kind of price point. That's that's... what that makes me excited for because I think about my Xbox right now and the amount that I use it, and it's basically a 4K Blu-ray player, um, and I might play a game once every couple of months. If I – going into next gen, I'm obviously balls deep in the PlayStation ecosystem, so I'm going to get a PlayStation 4. But if there's also an Xbox for 100 bucks. Uh, fuck yeah, I'll pick up an Xbox for a hundred bucks. Especially if I could play like all the first party games that I want with parity with the big beefy version that you could pay five hundred bucks for. With Game Pass for ten dollars a month, no less. Fucking right. So that I assume is where they would make their money. You would get this console and then you have to subscribe to some kind of service to play. Yeah, they would sell it to very close to cost, basically. I wonder if it would be like uh like you cannot get singular games. Maybe you only have access to Game Pass or something like that. So some way to make sure that they're getting a monthly profit from you somehow. I don't know. I would hope not, but I, I can't really honestly picture people getting this console and not getting something like Game Pass. Right. Uh, I uh, think it's, it's also one... smart. Sorry, go ahead. You can go no, ahead. you go. You go. Okay. I think it's smart as well just for starting a streaming-only console. Like yeah. That, that business model is going to be much easier to get into if it's not the only console you're selling. Exactly. Having it be that you take like a risk cheaper and option. still have a backup plan. Exactly, exactly. Which is why I think that $500 is probably the right price point for the next Xbox then that's traditional because yep. they can fall back on a $500 price point pretty easily, I would say. 400 would be better, but I think 500 would kind of get them more powerful than PlayStation to make it warranted. Yep. Granted, we have no idea what either company's really doing, but... I, I can't – like, knowing this now, I can't see streaming happening any other way. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it obviously, there's, there are still parts of the country where, like, well, your internet's not fast enough to have this experience, so you're going to have to mm-hmm. buy the $500 version. But it's I'm so fucking happy that this is close to becoming reality. And yeah, by I, close, I, we mean 2020 is, again, kind of rumored with this one. And apparently the cloud gaming version is still coming along actually faster than the big beefy version, mm-hmm. even though they're both looking at a simultaneous 2020 release date. Don't release them at the same time. There will not be a delay in or a gap between the releases. I'd be surprised. Yeah. Uh, I'm all for this thing. It sounds like a great idea. Uh, if they uh, did this and PlayStation didn't, I could honestly see PlayStation not doing something like this. Their hubris has been a little big, a little bit too big recently. Uh, I can see them not doing something like this, and this could really get everything back into Xbox favor again. Yeah. So, boom, great for them. And they're not going to give individual sales numbers of each one. They're just like, oh yeah, we sold like 
45 trillion Xboxes, even because, if it's a $100 version. But if you can play the same games, it doesn't matter. I mean, that exactly. information is good for developers. Developers just want to know if people can play their games or not. Exactly. So, boom. Chad, I'm very excited for your take in the next story here. Ooh, Do you want to introduce it? Yeah. Guerrilla Games, responsible for the Killzone series and, more notably recently, the uh, Horizon Zero Dawn game and DLC. They want to speed up their development time, so they are expanding. They were worried they were going to have to move out of Amsterdam, which is where their uh, their offices currently are, but they wanted to stay because they felt like it was part of their identity, and now they have five floors of an office building, and they're expanding from uh, their 250 headcount right now to they want to grow to about 400 because they want to cut down the development time from around like five or six years Horizon Zero Dawn took to the two to three years of the, the future. Um, I think what's really interesting to note about this is that based on the development cycles for Horizon Zero Dawn and Guerrilla Games' kills on Shadowfall, uh, they would have had to have two teams working side by side if Horizon took six years to make. So they already have, I guess, two teams within Guerrilla, and then with all of these, would that be a third team? What's that second team working on? What's the third team going to be working on? How many games are we going to get? Are we going to get Horizon Cinematic Universe? That's a good point, because if they had 250 employees before, it's about 125 employees per game, if they split it evenly down the middle, which they probably don't do it that way. Probably not. But just for sake of argument, uh, they're adding 150 extra employees. That is another team. But I guess if they wanted to go faster, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they'll just have two super robust teams. But if they say they want to get games out faster, they might be working on them for the same number of years. Yeah. But because they're, you know, tiered, you know, they started one in 2012, the next one started in 2014, the next one started in 2016. They can release games faster, even though they're taking the same amount of time to, re- to be made. Yes, they can. And I am all for it. I will slurp them shits up, as long as they're all as good as Horizon Zero Dawn. I don't, yeah. don't really care much for Killzone. I, I don't either. But I, I think that Sony's always really liked Gorilla. I mean, they, they always highlighted Killzone during E3. Because that was all they had to fight Halo. <laughs> yeah, but they always, only they always it showed it good. off. They always seemed to like Gorilla. And say what you will, yeah, those games weren't the best shooters ever, but they looked really good. They played well. They were good shooters. They were good games. So I think that this is kind of Sony investing them and wanting to see more from them next generation. Because ultimately, everything you're, you're going to see in development and putting money in development resources right now is just investing in next gen. That's exactly what this is. Right. They want yeah, to have they, they a have Horizon to hire these game people. early in PS5's life cycle, probably so they can get a second Horizon game somewhere in the life cycle of the PS5. I yeah. guarantee you that's what this is about. Yep. Holden, tell me about this last quest that we've got in our quest log. Oh, this one makes me sad. So Nintendo is suing ROM sites. ROMs, people who don't know, are essentially methods for playing older games online. So you can play, like, when I played uh, um, Super Mario RPG, I played that on a ROM on an app called Open uh, Emu. So Nintendo is suing uh, a few of those sites, including uh, Love ROMs and Love Retro, uh, because they're basically hosting thousands of, you know, different uh, artwork for Nintendo games or just the games themselves. And Nintendo wants to stop that. So Nintendo's looking to get $150,000 for each piece of copyrighted work. Um, 
so I, I would imagine that means like per game or per image that they have there. And then $2 million for each infringement on a Nintendo trademark. So if they're infringing on the Pokemon trademark or the you know Mario trademark, Metroid, whatever trademark is that Nintendo owns, they have to pay $2 million for per trademark. So looking at getting, I think some of the estimations around like $100 million would be the total they would get. That's probably not what they would get if they if they did win these. No, yeah. Um, I've, I, I hate this side of Nintendo. I really do. I'm conflicted. I get why they're doing it, because it makes sense. They want to protect their intellectual property. I get it. My gripe is that Nintendo Switch doesn't even have access to a lot of these games that Nintendo is upset that someone else is offering access to. Like, Nintendo, you can solve this problem by giving people access to the games that they want to play. Yep, if there was a way to easily play 95% of these ROMs that are on these websites Mm -hmm. and you could buy them in an affordable way that would benefit the developer or the publisher, then, yeah, I would be more aligned with Nintendo on this one. But the fact that most of these games are literally unplayable without emulation or unless you go pay 70, 80 bucks to find the cartridge on eBay or something like that, and then a random person gets that money, not Nintendo, not the developer. Yep, and this is... This reminds me a lot of the iTunes store. When the iTunes store first came out, LimeWire and Napster, those things were big, and pirating music was really big. And Apple came along and decided to charge 99 cents per song, and that really damaged the impact of piracy because people I – th- I do think people want to pay for stuff if they can get stuff. I think most yeah. people will pay for something if they can get access to it. I you think a lot of times people pirate affordable. stuff, especially in gaming, because they can't access it. And yep. Nintendo, I they're all they're within their rights to sue, absolutely. But they need to think about what else they can do on their part to deter people from wanting to pirate. And I don't think that they've done that nearly well enough. Nope. As for these two sites specifically, one of them is like temporarily taken down their site. The other yep. one is just straight up closed. And they said, "Sorry, we'll never come back." Yeah, because I mean, honestly, most of these ROMs are that people actually play are Nintendo ROMs. Yep. You don't see a lot of ROMs for PlayStation, like older PlayStation stuff. They exist. Nobody wants to go play them. Twisted Metal 2 <laughs> on a PS1 emulator. Also, it, the PS1 emulators don't really work that well. No, they don't. A lot of the PlayStation ones in general don't work. And it's not it, it included against 64. Uh, it's 3D games. 3D games are harder to do with emulation than 2D games are, yep. which is why Nintendo tends to do... Nobody wants a fucking Atari or a MAME emulator. It's all Nintendo. Yep. So I'm upset by this news. I don't like to see Nintendo act this way, but I get it. I don't think they're wrong. I just think they're wrong. (laughs) I don't think you're wrong. I just think you're wrong. (laughs) Any other final thoughts, Chad, before we move on to our main quest? No, I am excited as fuck for our main quest tonight. You are? Yes! I'm sorry. I don't know what that was. (laughs) <laughs> well, we're going to run through the upcoming games of 2018. Last week, we went through what had already happened this year. Now, we're going to kind of look to the future and talk about what's coming up. Look so into the future. By, by month, starting with August. Do you want to start, Chad? I sure. In the last one. So, I'll uh, we'll switch off months here. Okay. Coming up in August, we have on the horizon the fucking greatest couch co-op video game and now online co-op video game since GoldenEye, Overcooked 2, coming to Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PC on August 7th. Hold Cannot in. Cannot wait. 
we are going to get this game. Oh, absolutely. We are going to play this game. Absolutely. At I already least bought until it. September 7th. I already you already it. you already pre-purchased it. I pre-purchased it. Yeah, I already got it. Oh, you on got it on Switch. Switch, didn't you? Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I, I guess I'll get it on, on Switch go. then. I, I just don't see what this would be, how this would be benefited by being on my PS4. It's trophies, bro. Trophies. <laughs> okay, fine. That's true. On August 10th, Microsoft's newest acquisition, We Happy Few. They just uh, what's the name of the developer? Fuck me. I want to say Insomniac, but I know that's very false because that's Spider-Man. not Insomniac. No. Anyway, We Happy Few looks look like that up. kind of like uh, dystopian, uh, Bioshock-esque, everyone's forced to smile. Mm-hmm. Uh, coming on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I'm actually super intrigued on this one coming August 10th. All right. I accidentally hit a different note, and now I lost my place. Here Compulsion we go. Compulsion Games. Compulsion Games. Incredibly forgettable. <laughs> August 14th, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth comes to PC. Death's Gambit comes to PS4 and PC. Guacamelee 2. That shit's good. Guacamelee. Played the shit out of that on my Vita. Platinum that shit too. Man, I, I fucking had it on Platinum. Wii U. Never played it. I um, should. You should absolutely play it. I think you've gotten it free. Or no, maybe it was free on Game Pass, Game Pass or Xbox Live Gold or something. I don't know. It's free somewhere. Mm-hmm. Then at the end of August, we've got Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate, which is the remake of the 3DS game coming to Switch. Yakuza Kiwami 2 on PS4, and Strange Brigade on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. The so only game in there. I'm looking forward to in August is Overcooked. Dude, I'm going to get the shit out of Overcooked. I'll eventually get Guacamelee 2. But I'm still going to be balls deep in Overcooked and Octopath, so. Whew. September is not quite as exciting, but there's some games what? that... <laughs> but there's some games that Chad is very much looking forward to. Actually, September's got a lot of great shit. I don't care about September at all. But yeah, there are some big games in September. You know, in my head, I was thinking, what am I going to do with this extra copy of Spider-Man? I guess I could give it to Holden so we could both talk about it on the show and maybe actually do a review for once. Or like a spoiler chat. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not going to waste a $60 game that I know he's going to hate because he hates good things. I don't hate good things. You I'm hate not anything Marvel. That's not true. I like you Infinity fucking War. hate Marvel. You, that's the first. Black that's Panther. the first Marvel movie I, you saw in years. I saw Ant Man versus Wasp or Ant Man and the Wasp, whatever it's called. I love Marvel. Can't you tell? <laughs> <laughs> Ant Man versus the Wasp. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'd rather take that game and poop on it and send it to a hobo than send it to you. <laughs> That'd be really rude if I pooped on it and sent it to a hobo. And he was really, expecting he'd also a game. Be like, fuck you, man. I don't have a PlayStation. I have a PlayStation 4 Pro Black Matte edition that I can give you, sir. <laughs> and then he needs electricity and a TV and a lot of things to play it. Give a mouse a cookie, and all he wants is fucking electricity. <laughs> all right, <starting laughs> Tell me what's sep- coming out. September 4th, we're going to have Destiny 2 DLC Forsaken for PS4, Xbox One, PC. September 7th, nothing special is coming that day. Spider-Man! <laughs> Spider-Man's coming Spider-Man, wow! September 14th, Shadow of the Tomb Raider for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Just want to point out, the Tomb Raider series is supposed to be a big thing for Xbox. Not anymore. The other big game for Xbox is We Happy Few. Guess not. Also coming to PS4. Just pointing um, out. Shadow of the Tomb Raider, that game's going to get fucking trampled. It is. It actually it just went gold yesterday. So it's two months ahead of time, ready. The game is done. I guess they're just, like, shoveling it out to press and getting the tour ready. Yeah, but, but yeah, it's going to get trampled. It. Spider-Man, you've got 
we'll see in October here a bunch of stuff that's just gonna just gonna fucking yeah. murder it. But I think the next game on September twenty first, Spyro Reignited Trilogy on PS four and Xbox One. I think that's gonna kill. I mean, have they still not announced the Switch version of that? They still haven't announced it. Um, How? But, I think it's coming next year. I'm not worried about it. I'm also not going to get it, so I don't really care. But I'm not going to get it either. But Spyro, I mean, the Crash Bandicoot series or, or trilogy last year, I mean, that that was number one forever, it seemed. It also, I think maybe this was UK only, but it sold more on Switch already than it had any other system combined. Damn. And it was on PS4 impressive. for a year already. That, the Switch really is killing it when it comes to yeah. multi-platform games. Um, speaking of multi-platform games, September 28th is going to bring a massive multi-platform game with FIFA 19 coming to everything. Switch, PS4, Xbox One, PC, PS3, and 360. Everything. All y'all in the rest of the world, enjoy. That's our gift to you. <laughs> <laughs> Chad, bring us through October, which is a October great 2nd. Month. Transitioning from summer to fall, just as you will in Forza Horizon 4 with all of their many seasons <laughs> that change everything. Dude, Come to Chad, Xbox One and seasons, PC. What do the seasons do in Forza Horizon 4? They change everything. Oh. You can you can drift around corners with your friends and drive on a lake. Fun. Mega Man 11 also coming out. Looks like kind of a reboot for the series. Uh, probably not going to play it's it. It's a reboot. That's why they're naming it 11. Well, you know, I mean, the art style <laughs> and apparently the gameplay of it, too, is, okay. is very different. There's a, a stop and rewind mode. I don't know. Ooh. Not interested. October 5th, we've got Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which might be the first Assassin's Creed game that I play uh, uh, in years. PS4, Xbox One, PC. Super Mario Party Switch. What are your thoughts? I'm not. I don't know if I'll get it day one, but my sister mentioned to me, God, you know what I, while I was home last, she mentioned, you know what I could go for? Fucking Mario Party. I was like, really? They were never good. And then she's like, yeah, but... We had a ton of fun with it on the N64, and I was like, you know what? We kind of did. And I, I'm hoping that, like, Super Mario, it's not Mario Party 9. It's Super Mario Party. I'm hoping that, like, it's, like, vastly different than all the shit they've been putting out the last few years. We'll see. I'm, I, I've am i never bought Mario Party. I've only played them when I go to a friend's house. So I don't really we'll care see. for the franchise too much. We'll see. I do October care about 12. the next franchise a lot, though. Call of Duty... COD Blops 4, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, coming to PS4, Xbox One, PC with that new blackout mode and Wait, nothing else. Wait, it's not going else. to Switch? Never mind. I'm not playing this Call of Duty game. You're an idiot. <laughs> October 16th, Starlink Battle... Starlink. Starlink Battle for Atlas. That's the uh, Toys to Life game with Star Fox, yes? Yep, with Star Fox. Only on the Switch. Star Fox on, on Switch, Switch, yes. Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I will bypass that game very hard. <laughs> October 19th, Battlefield 5, PS4, Xbox One, PC, Soul Calibur 6, PS4. You know, Battlefield 5, I'll probably pick that up for like 10 bucks a year from now mm-hmm. and play through those stories. I had a good time with that. Soul Calibur 6, I had fun with Soul Calibur as a kid, but again, I can't pay 60 bucks for a fighting game. I just don't get enough out of it. Yeah. And then, dear God. But then you're going to get Smash world. Bros. still, though. Oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going to get smacked. That's not that's a fighting a, that's game. A, that's a, that's a party game. game. That's a party game. It's a fighting game. You're a... Talk about fight. This, you don't fight on this podcast. Talk about the stupid game coming out on October 26th. October 26th, the game. world... Stupid ...will game. stop for Red Dead Redemption 2 on it's PS4 a, and Xbox One. stupid game. 
I don't disagree with you, even though I know you're lying. <laughs> I'm totally lying. Uh, yeah, I, I think I've mentioned on this podcast, I've played the first 30 minutes of Red Dead Redemption 1 multiple times and just was so bored. But I know I'm sure it gets great. I'm sure it does. I just don't have the time or energy. So you're, you're not getting will. it? No, I won't be getting Red Dead Redemption 2. Chad, it's you just, suck. I'm, you know, I'm not a rock star fan. That, and they make fan. great quality products, but I, they're just not for me. I've never been into GTA. I've I've played a few hours of multiple GTAs. I uh, I never played Bully. That really didn't interest me. I did play all of um, man. Is it Manhunter? No, that's the Netflix series. Uh, what's the one where you're a Manhunt. serial killer? Manhunt. Manhunt Two. Yeah, I played that one when it came to Wii because it was controversial and got banned and. And of course, I fucking wanted to play a banned game. <laughs> Are you gonna play Red Dead Redemption Two when it comes out? Let me answer that question by stating just three of the games coming out in November that I'm Dark Siders Three. No, <laughs> you, there's not only other three other games to mention for November. See, for me, November is a really short like, it, despite being a very short list here for November, it's the biggest month for me. Starting off November 13th, we have Hitman 2. Oh, God. You're going to come out of your eyeballs for this. Oh, my gosh. PS4, Xbox One, PC. By the way, just October 26th and then nothing until November 13th. Everyone wants to stay <laughs> yep. so far away from Red Dead. They all went to February 22nd. So November 13th, right, is Hitman 2. But then the next day, November 14th, Fallout 76 on PS4, Xbox oh, shit, One, and the PC. the next day? The next day. And then two days later... <laughs> We have let's, on November sixteenth. We have Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, and I want all three of those games. And they come out within days of each is other. That a Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday. Is that what that is? Yes. Oh my god. I guess Thanksgiving must be the next week. Black Friday must be the next week after that. Yeah, because then the after that's November twenty seventh is Dark Siders three on PS four, Xbox One, and PC. November is insane. Oh my god. So I'm not getting Red Dead Redemption two because I'm getting Hitman two, Fallout seventy six, and Pokemon Let's Go. All right. So as that's long as you question, played no, both Wolfenstein's by then, you're allowed to. No, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Not by then, at least. You are an asshole. <laughs> and Chad then in December, December fourth, Just Cause Four is coming out December fourth. I don't know why they always do that to these games. I feel like they always come out the first week of December, and then they just get fucking lost. Especially since a few days after that. A few days after that, Nintendo thinks they're going to release Super Smash Bros. Ultimate <laughs> on Switch. I think it's going to get delayed to 2019. <laughs> um, did you see... That's, that's funny. I did you see you the leaks for... Uh, the, sorry, the rumored leaks for the 10 new Smash characters? No. Oh, shit. They include, like, King K. Rool from Donkey Kong. Um... Some other people I don't give a shit about. And ya boy Gino from Super Mario RPG. Oh, you excited about that. If there's a fucking Gino there... First of all, I'm never playing as any other character other than Gino. Second of all, if there's a Gino amiibo coming out, I'm going to get 19 of them. And I'm just going to line my bed frame with them. My whole bed is just going to be lined all the way around. It's just going to be a bunch of Genos surrounded me for the rest of my life. I'm just going to lay there and I'm going to summon something from a... Pentagram, <laughs> and it's going to be Gino. We have five games that don't have release dates that are coming out in 2018, apparently. 
The first one is Tetris Effect, coming in PS4. That's that uh, PSVR Tetris. That's the guy who did Luminous. Yeah, I, th- looks, it looks great. Tetris Effect looks really, really good. Uh, Dark Souls is coming to Switch at some point this year. This summer. At some point this year. They've still got two months technically left of summer. That's true. Uh, a game called Biomutant is coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It looks like an interesting game. I... Is that a game where you play as, like, this fucked up raccoon creature? Yep. It's getting a lot of comparisons to Breath of the Wild, which is why it's peaking. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, I think it's just in how its open world works. That's why. Okay. Open air? Open air. Uh, Dreams for PS4 is apparently coming out this year. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. And then... A uh, game I can't wait. It's called War Groove is coming out for Switch, Xbox One, and PC. What if we find out that like two months from now, Sony just comes out? Dreams never existed. It was a dream. <laughs> it, you were all dreaming. You were all it dream. never existed. It was a lie. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. Like they just straight up deny its existence. So that is all the games coming out in 2018. What are Kind of going right back through this list again. What are the ones you are for sure getting? For sure. For sure you're buying these games. Overcooked 2. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man, because I've already got two copies of it pre-ordered. <laughs> 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 um, Smash Bros, if it comes out. Okay. That's Let's it? go Pikachu. Four games. Dark Souls Switch. Five games. Five games. Yeah. So Maybe gonna... Super Mario Party if they convince me to around Christmas time while I'm home with my family. Well, I'm also for sure getting Overcooked 2. Gotta get it. I am for sure uh, going to be getting um, Hitman 2, Fallout 76, Let's Go Pikachu, and Super Smash Brothers. Dark Souls Switch. That's six games. Um, War Groove, if it comes out this year, I'm definitely going to get that. It's an indie game. And I, Tetris Effect is really, really cool, but it's PS4 only. And I really Dude, want to play that on Switch. I'd rather you play, play it, it on in Switch. VR. You got to play it in VR. I hear it's really good in VR, but I'm going to wait and see that comes to Switch. So I'm not going to for sure get that one. Is it confirmed coming to Switch? No, no, it's not coming to Switch. We don't know if it's coming to Switch. Only oh, okay. confirmed for PS4 at this point. Tits. So. That's, that's a, pretty, that that's a pretty solid fall. I don't think it quite compares to last fall. Oh, I think it's a bigger fall. You think so? Red Dead Redemption 2, Hitman 2, Fallout 76, a Pokemon game on Switch. I guess maybe I just don't care about as much of them as I and did And Starlink Battle for Atlas. You're right. And the Seasons in for- on Forza the Horizon The Seasons! 4. The Seasons. The Seasons! Well, Chad, that is everything coming to 2018 this year. Do you want to go into our end game? Let's talk about our end game. You guys remember Weekly Forum? Hey, yo, what's up? We got a name change. It's end game. Because it's obviously the, gaming, duh. And it's also the end of our podcast. This is where we talk about, with the community, whatever the fuck's going on. <laughs> if you guys write in with subscriber interrogatives, like we do have one coming up in a minute, uh, that is a great place for us to chat about it. We talk about our weekly poll that I forgot this week, so we're not going to chat about it this week. Um, we uh, talk about... The Participation Award. Holden, what's the Participation Award? Thank you for asking me, Holden. <laughs> it is a way that you guys can win fucking money, and next week we're going to reveal the winner. Uh, there are three ways to enter yourself in this raffle every month. 
One, refer a friend once per week. If they tweet us, say, hey, you know what? That holding guy referred me. Boom, you both get an entry in the raffle. Two, review us on a podcast service of your choice. Screenshot review, send it to us. Boom, you get an entry. Three, fucking do anything with us on Twitter. Send us an interrogative. Pose a question to us. Uh... Comment on one of our things with the dick pic. Don't do that. You'll probably get banned on Twitter. Um, <laughs> tell us your thoughts on our barf. Uh, send us some fan art. We get one entry a week. Did you say yet? Our barf, Resident Evil, any uh, permutation of the first game, whether it's the original director's cut, PS1 classic, HD, remake, whatever you want to play, you got it. So right now, uh, there's actually a few people in competition for our participation trophy. We've got some entries going, and uh, one of those is for Tunic Art, Tunic underscore Art on Twitter, who actually, I think, won our last photo mode with his Mario art. He did, yeah. Uh, asks us, Respawn Aim Fire, with all the new video game remakes slash remasters, I was wondering what games would you like, would you guys like being remade slash remastered, and Why? So I had two stipulations for my answer, or two factors to, to consider. Okay. One is a game I haven't played before, and I just would like to play it on modern hardware. And the other is games I just want to play again on modern hardware. Are it's, they both modern warfare? No, not for Because that already got remastered. Warfare. So my, I have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, shit. Yeah. I got one. <laughs> you get one? Yeah. This is the exact opposite of playtime. You had yeah. six games you played. I had one. So you go first this time then. All right. Number one, the only one that matters, where the fuck is Metal Gear Solid Remake? Where is okay. it? The first Metal Gear Solid, first of all, the only remake we've ever gotten was Twin Snakes on GameCube, and it broke the game. It broke it? It broke it, yeah. The first person mode on everything like that, you can, like cheese the bosses super hard and and take them out because the game's designed around the the like kind of tank controls of metal gear solid one and then suddenly you add in a brand new control scheme into it with first person view and it's really easy to shoot things that weren't so easy to shoot before so a lot of the bosses are super easy interesting uh yeah broke the game so right now if you don't play that version on gamecube first of all you have to go get the gamecube disc and plug it into your wii or gamecube the only other way to play the first Metal Gear Solid is via a PlayStation 1 disc or the PS1 Classic. But you can only play the PS1 Classic on your PSP or PS3. You cannot download it directly to a Vita. You have to download it to a PS3 and then transfer it via cable to That's your PS Vita so if you want to play it. There's no way to play this game, and it, it is surprising to me that one of the most prolific franchises in gaming history doesn't like the first entry in it the original entry in it you can't play uh, on a modern console the original entry in the metal gear solid franchise yes in yes the solid franchise but not metal gear no not NES. metal gear so that's my answer and if i had metal gear solid running in the fox engine oh boy that is i would be 69ing sitting on my own face <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about all six of your games. So six is, to be fair, it's really a lot more than six games. Some of these are collections. <laughs> Actually, every single one of these is a collection of some Great. kind. So I'll start with the biggest one. This one has, let's see, it has one, two, three, four, five games in this one collection. 
Wonderful. I want an HD collection of every 3D Zelda on Switch. Oh my god. That'd be amazing. You know, I would fucking I would I would go crazy for a proper like remake. Not remaster, but a remake of Ocarina of Time on Switch. I just want I just wanna upres so it's nice and HD. That's all I need. Just an HD collection. So that I, don't. Th- I want a Shadow cover... of the Colossus style Ocarina of Time. Yeah, but Shadow of the Colossus was this really epic game that worked when you upgraded it like that. I don't think Ocarina of Time would like Hyrule Field and Ocarina of Time that's like three square inches. Why do you inches. hate Zelda? Was that? <laughs> Why do you hate Zelda? I don't hate Zelda, but that game just wouldn't be good if it was remade. I just don't think it would work. It works well, obviously because you have to remake it game. good. Uh, anyway, so the HD collection would be Ocarina of Time, Majora's Mask, Wind Waker, Twilight Princess, and Ending with Skyward Sword. Uh, number two is a Metroid Prime collection on Switch, which would be Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 Corruption. I want a Super Mario Galaxy collection on Switch. I've never oh, played the yeah. Super Mario Galaxy collection before. I've never played them. I really want to. You've never played Maybe. either one of them? Neither one of them. You stupid bitch. I know. I know. You had a Wii and a Wii U. I know. I'm a stupid bitch. I could have what gotten Mario Galaxy. What did you play Galaxy. on those? If you didn't play Mario Galaxy, well, what did you play on those systems? <laughs> so on the Wii, I had the Wii during that time where I could not buy games very often because I was living with, you know, I was like, I was still in school. Because you're um, a baby. Because I, I was. It was because I was a kid that my parents wouldn't let me. So on my Wii, I literally had Rock Band. Good choice, though. I really think that was it. It was the only game I had in my Wii. It was Rock Band. And Wii Sports Bowling. Of course. Uh, yeah. All right. So going on. Those are the only Nintendo remakes I want. The only ones? That was four, wasn't it? That was three. Okay. So the, the next half is actually all third party or Sony actually it's mostly Sony stuff. I want a Jack trilogy remastered. I've never played the Jack Tril- the Jack trilogy. I would be all for that. They just didn't that just release last year? I mean like I want it get to get the Crash Bandicoot treatment. Oh, you want to remake remake, yeah. All right. Mass Effect a trilogy remaster specifically I want that on Switch. That would be awesome to have all three of those games. The file size would be ridiculous, I know. Yeah. But I would love the the hell out of that. You could probably I don't know if you'd get like a remaster or a remake, but you could probably end up just a port of all three games. Yeah, no, that's that's I'd be fine with that. As okay. long as you can just play those three games on Switch. I'd be happy. Honestly, just in general, if it can only came to PS4 and Xbox One, I'm fine with that. I just wanna play those games again. And then lastly, uh, Infamous 1 and 2. I would like those to be re-released. Oh. I, I've never played them. Second Son was okay, but I heard it was the weakest of that franchise. Yeah. Those are some kick-ass games. So I, w- I would play those. If they came to PS4 as like, hey, we remastered these for PS4, I'd be all for it. I'd do it. Um, for the record, Mass Effect Trilogy is playable through backwards compatibility on Xbox One with is enhanced it? features for Xbox One X. I'm not going to lie. That's really making me want to buy an Xbox One. Hold on. Let me make sure. I know it's compatible. I know it's backwards compatible, but I'm not sure if it's Xbox One enhanced. I don't and then I think I you can also play all Xbox three through enhanced. PlayStation Now. Ooh. I really? That is worth looking into because that's not a game I feel like I would need. Well, no, there are some heavy shooting mechanics that the latency might get in the way of. PS Now, Mass Effect 
Trilogy. Let's see. Mass Effect Trilogy. All three Xbox 360 titles are now playable on Xbox One via backwards compatibility. That was as of 2016. Um, I don't see anything about Mass Effect Trilogy on PlayStation now. Oh, they mm. had some of the individual games is what they had on there. Ah. Well, you should possibly play those then. Maybe I should. One second. Thanks I for the... Uh... For okay. For sure. Um, only Mass Effect 2, and they took it off. Oh. Well, suck my belly button and call me Frida. Looks like I'm buying an Xbox. <laughs> yep. <laughs> You can probably find an Xbox One S for like 150 bucks on a good yeah, day. Yeah, I'm sure I could. Honestly, that's really making me consider getting one. Good. I did not know that. Uh, thank you, Tunic underscore Art, for your subscriber interrogative. Again, if you would like to submit one, Twitter, get you an entry in our goddamn thing. You can also email us at respawnaimfire at gmail.com. And you can write me a letter. You can write it in a letter, babe. Um, that's it for our show today. Thank you for listening. Go like us, rate us, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Is our website up and running yet? No, it's not. We'll have a website soon you can go visit and read all sorts of great stuff. Uh, And until next week, oh, play Barf, play Resident Evil. Until next week, uh, ciao. Toodles.